Hello everyone, welcome to episode 20 of Deploy with Garrison. I'm joined today by Zach. I missed you last time, Zach. How are you? I missed you too. It was really hard hearing you say the word I'm lucky a bunch. And like, just hearing you say it matter-of-factly, normally, conversationally. I was giggling. I'm sure I'm almost our entire audience for that, but... uh, Just unlucky in it. Yeah, yeah, I had to, I had to get over it. <laughs> you guys didn't okay. say that about my haircut my feelings are a little hurt on that a lot less hair than last time there's actually too little hair it turns out my strategy of going to a place that keeps my hair on file or my haircut on file and just grunting at them failed when they started asking me questions oh well and i have alan returning as well how yep. do you want to comment on your her as well is no. it now a start? I mean, if we did video, maybe, but you know, I I still have my hair. I, I... Okay. Yeah, mine's just more gray, just, just ever ever grayer. It's fine. Ever on the march of time goes. Yeah, road goes ever on and on. Yeah, so <laughs> look, man, it's not Tolkien's not copyright. It's public domain. That's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. <laughs> Because we missed Zach so much, we're going to go to Alan for the officer's mess opening. Because you ran your star championships, right? Uh, we did. And we had 16 people. It was great. Um, like, act, like, okay. We actually had 16 people show up. I, I don't know what you're sign up with actually having it. You I'm just saying. 16. I, I stopped questioning after you said that. Yeah, well, we had 16. Uh, the winner uh, was Dustin. Good job, and uh, he does he does pretty well at when he goes to other tournaments, so it wasn't entirely shocking. Um, but we had Vader and some Pikes. It's just a Vader gun line, and then um, against oh shoot, I don't remember what it was now, but it was uh, I think it was a double bounty, uh, Bosk Boba uh, Imperialist. So yeah, Imperial War Games. Um, <laughs> But it was it was good. Uh, we got a couple people to bring extra terrain in, um, so we had a ferrix table, and that one looked mighty fine. And that lives at the store now, so I'm excited to play on ferrix more oh, often. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, and then we made some silhouettes for best in factions. Um, the taller silhouette, and it's a trophy. Um, and then some hard luck prize. I had a dice tower that I made up. For him and uh we had a kid that you know he showed up he played all three of his games and uh well he'll get better he, he is, he's gotten a lot better than when he first started so i'm glad he's sticking it out and continuing to play games cool so for our actual real officers mess so we are going to go to you zach you've <laughs> played some games and have like feedback have. and comments yeah i was definitely um you know, I'll start with uh, the Ahsoka Cassian games and what I remember of them, because then I'll talk about my Tempest Force game, which I'm sure Alan will care way more about, as will you, Chris. I, um, I'm, I'm Pete. My interest is Pete. Yeah, I I have a real short one. I got a game against um, Quad Tons with Ahsoka Cass, um, and it was on Intercept. Uh, the Quad Ton deck is weird. 
And outside of bo- the bombing run, um, breakthrough is like really favorable to like, there's a lot of good stuff for gun lines in there. Um, so the entire story was bombing run was first breakthrough was last. Uh, so I passed my first veto and then vetoed, uh, bombing run and we wound up on intercept, but it was a little bit of a table setup fail because it was probably like the first or second table setup we had. So it was a little more favorable to me than I realized. And also, um, we were on advanced positions, which I felt really good about for me, uh, with the FDs and Cassian. Um, and yeah, what, what I just ran into was like, he didn't, he, he tried to score middle objective on turn two, um, lost a taunt squad for it and then didn't commit hard enough across like the center of the board into my area. So I basically just got to keep plinking them and we realized I was pretty far up pretty quick. So we called that one early. I did have a pretty cool one against another rebel list. Um, we played VAPS and I was actually able to, uh, his list was, it was hero hammer with a speeder. It had, um, Han Lando, uh, Sabine and the land speeder in it. um, I learned a lot. I've been playing the Izzy turned me on to the um, Rebel Shotgun troops, the SX-21T with frag grenades. Um, yeah. And so far, I've mostly played them badly, but they did kill a ton squad. They did trade for a squad of tons. Uh, so that was neat. Um, and they're a neat revelation. That's going to be the centerpiece of whenever I finish my uh, second bus and play this crazy uh, double bu- uh, Cassian Boba double bus I have uh, saved. But um, that one, yeah, actually Ahsoka was able to... Oh, he had IG-11 as well, because Ahsoka soloed the IG-11 and then tapped his uh, tapped one of his VAPs um, for me to get the win. And then um, his VAP was hidden behind a building so that I couldn't shoot it with FD cannons, but he would have had to have crossed the open uh, in range of both my FD cannons to get to it. Um, so we were able to just call that one on turn five, but then, yeah, I got a Tempest force game in, um, and the list that I played the double Tempest or the double ATST triple bikes, um, it was interesting. And I went, I back away from it from a couple reasons, partially because I was borrowing a friend's ATST and mine's unpainted. And, uh, I was hoping to get to a tournament this month. So I was like, all right, let's go back on the shelf for now because there's a lot I actually don't have. Gotcha. Um, so you you played Tempest Force. I played, played against Tempest. it. Yeah, I yeah, have not. Okay. Yeah, um, it reminded me a lot of playing Aiden, um, like Aiden Special Forces list, because with the the scout, you know, scout two on a vehicle is a lot like infiltrate. And granted, we had wound up on breakthrough, um, but the other thing that like. It was it was kind of a cool game. Uh, I was playing against my buddy's uh, separatist double bounty list, and like you know, it felt like I was very up early. I did make a misplay because I thought um, he'd have played his Cad Bane pretty aggressively, but it was just barely. I played the uh, the one pip that gives uh, Marquand tactical on turn one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I it didn't quite like clear the building that Cad was on the other side of as a result. So I could not shoot CAD on the opening engage. I was just shooting a bunch of uh, B1s and CAD. And he actually had Grievous. CAD and Grievous were able to um, dive my lines and take down the the Stormtroopers and Scout Troopers quick enough. Um, I, I just 
you know basically lost too many bodies to make a real play on the uh the key position where he had all the b1 squads so even though i was taking a lot of them off um just the two he had left plus uh plus bosk and a, a tactical droid and then um had grievous i killed one of them i think i killed grievous uh but it was just enough that I we were just on key positions. Um, and like this will kind of segue to our conversation later. The sort of lack of having a true playmaker on my side, um, combined with like him really leveraging his mobility to just sell out and just kill as many of my scout troopers as he could, uh, was kind of what cost me that game and sort of pushed me back over to playing Ahsoka again for now because I just... I am still addicted to, and it's it's funny because in neither of the games I actually didn't force push. Yeah, I or I think I used force push once between the two games of Ahsoka that I played, and um, I still just like not have. I I hate the idea of leaving home without it. It's just too much for me right now. Still, I mean, it's it's one of those cards that's just like yeah, you don't need it all the time, but that one key pivot turn when you need it like it's there's not another effect in the game like it yeah legion um, is very much a game about position and it lets you change your opponent's position without their consent you're just like this is happening yep dictate your correct. opponent's position correct so so you, all, all in all we learned that you don't care as much as it about hsds as alan does which yep. i feel like was a given you know that's the whole I thought maybe train. I would. I thought maybe I would. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so with your, how did you have your ATSTs kitted or your, well, it's Mark one and then. Yeah. Uh, the Mark one and one. Uh, let me bring up the old tabletop ad. Um, I'm still not sure. So, um, one of the guys that came, uh, to, to help make sure we had our 16 was, um, new to legion like he had never played legion before um so the first round we had one player show up late so he just got a win because it's like well we have to start so you just win congratulations but we'll play a practice game so you know how to play oh (laughs) no oh it's okay as long as you you were playing naringa then yeah so i I, got the buy but you played him for round one correct yeah so he got to learn how to play and everything like that we had um another um another visitor that was just like interested in learning how to play the game so we were going back and forth and he was learning how to use it but he was using my um the double atst triple bike list variant that i had made but i haven't played that one yet a couple of the other guys say were saying that that list seems like it's a good a good buy to play that but i personally haven't played it so i've i've only played the triple atst tempest yeah. so i was just wondering the the one the the couple changes I think I would make are um so yeah I actually did have the I I did the mortar um grenade launcher combo we talked about so it was hammers okay. pilot LTA and those yeah um so not and, range three yeah and the way the game worked out I actually did end up um shooting at range three more than I wanted to right um and I just I'm not sure. The- that's what I found with my triple ATSD games is um, I was running because I was running three. I was just doing grenade launcher. Yeah. So there were shots where it's just main gun and it felt underwhelming. Um, I, I was impressed. I mean, so, you know, the issue I had was like 
it was my first game against an experienced separatist player um he put sure. the put I, I made some mistakes because literally my first atst game and first with the list and he sort of put the puzzle together quicker for what he needed to do uh sure. but yeah like i was you know like i had a spot where i had a chance to kill a three at or a three model um unit of b1s or shoot the full Marquan pool into um, a healthy squad, right? So, like, and I, I we rolled it, and I got, like, seven pass cover or something. Um, you know, so I totally overkilled the three. And, it, we, like, we just kind of had the back and forth about, like, I don't know what the right decision there was. Should I have just been putting out wounds and letting my bikes finish off the squads because they're not going to put as many uh, pass cover? Um, because of where and there was cover between where the bikes were coming from yeah it it was like there there was a lot of learning going on um and then yeah the one um i was trying to wait to go in till i had worn down his rocket squads because he had i think it was two with rockets and two with the um e5s or whatever the the sniper one is snipers yep yeah yeah the sniper is just as much of a threat i mean they just blink better but the the you know, I like I I mentioned like the Ton game, right? Where my opponent didn't commit hard enough. Like maybe that was what I needed to do. Um, but the other thing I, you know, I'm sort of like reflecting on is I almost wonder if I should. Uh, you know, originally I had the dream of, oh yeah, the scouts will be safe hiding behind the ATSTs, and then you know they'll get in closer or whatever, and you know plus little profile. And now I'm wondering if like I should be bringing a mit- more stormtroopers with or without the astromech just to have the extra red saves and the extra durability um you yeah. know just so that i'm not so vulnerable to you know chip fire like that um, yeah and i i think i agree with um with that and i mean um chris already made that call that i think the 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 r4s are more valuable than the binoculars um having those extra wounds, a lot of people are landing on that. And so I've kind of been adjusting more towards that. Uh, are you saying Chris was right about something? Oh, yeah. Blind squirrel, I, baby. I should start a podcast. Blind squirrel, <laughs> broken clock, you know, whatever. Pick your pick your euphemism. Uh, I'll um, be honest. I feel like I always give a reasoning that feels sound to me. It might be wrong. Yeah. No, I can I, explain I mean, my thing, reasoning. The one thing I felt pleased about is i did feel like the list was putting aims out sufficiently sure um i mean and the irony is right like we're sitting here pissing about them back and forth but you can bring both uh, <laughs> I, I do think if you're gonna bring right. a stormtrooper squad um it might be worth just getting a ruth in there that, or a stormtrooper squad with binos it might be worth getting a ruth in there um even if it does well, if you're the, the, the stormtroopers are more durable um yeah and so a stormtrooper with binoculars is uh, 52 points and they're four red saves as opposed to 58 points with white saves. Yeah. But you've got the weird suppression rule with the, the force too is the other end of it. That's, that's true. Um, but, uh, I will say that I never had a problem with that because all of my stormtroopers were within range three of Mark wand. Um, I don't think it works like that. Uh, does i'll double check yeah if you're outside if you're out don't replace the to uh marquan doesn't replace his token correct so it doesn't replace his token but he is the commander 
Let me see if I someone pinned it in the, the Legion Discord. Oh yeah, you're pro- oh man. Real time rules might be up. correct. Yeah, because I I had this um back and forth a bunch. Um where are those? the rules question chat? Rules questions and answers that pins. Yeah. Yep, there's a flow chart. All right. Do you have a commander rank? Field commander not applicable. Mm. But right right there. Is the unit in question within command range of the commander rank unit? Gotcha. Marquand is a field commander, so yeah. He's field commander, not actual commander. Interesting. Yep. yep. Hmm. Ah, uh, so it's all right. You just cheated, Alan. Don't worry about it. Yep. Yep. I mean, <laughs> in my experience playing against it, I did find that I was only able to shoot the stuff, the troops that he wanted me to shoot. Because the ATSTs just block yeah. so much. Yeah, most of the so, time my my troops were out of line of sight and it didn't matter. And if you're focusing on, I mean, this is very much hyperbole, but if you're focusing on the the scouts or the stormtroopers that are like skirting around the ATSTs' feet, whilst the ATSTs and bikes are in your face, you're probably not doing a good job of targeting priority. Right. Um, so where. Well, I mean, like I like I said, my Where, where's that? My link? opponent managed to get cat in there. Um, I can get the chart, yeah. But um, that that's one of those ones where if you you know if you read everything one at a time, it's it's sad. It, it, you know, it's a yeah. bummer, but it makes sense. Um, it is now in the uh Legion talk. Yeah, you know what? Should I just put this in the um Patreon only? <laughs> in the Legion, it's in the Legion talk of uh. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, it's a nice fortune. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, other nice. than obviously mocking Alan for not knowing the rules while it's running tournaments, um, is there anything <laughs> else we want to do before we move on to main topic? Should now, I I'm I'm gonna I'm try I you need to use my hobby time to build one of two things for Rebel Lists. I'm either gonna build uh triple mandos or a second bus. Yeah. Um I have an easy an easy one for this. We'll play the yes no game. Okay. So I, I want you don't think about it. You've got a from the heart, Zach. You know, yeah. you've just got to fire the answer out. So you know, All right. the answer can only be yes or no. Okay. You can't. There's, there's no caveat. Yeah. We'll, we'll start with easy. Easy ones, right? Mm-hmm. Have a Patriots better than the Jets? No. Okay. See, easy. I mean, you fought for a little bit too long there, but I, I think it's because I you, caught you, you off guard with the Yeah, question. you threw me off with a football <laughs> question. Yeah. Yeah. No, Jets Cowboys Super Bowl, baby. Okay, so, right, there we go. We've got a, a baseline response here. Mm-hmm. So, like, do you like rolling, like, three up armor saves? Yes. Do you like it when those one moon models all die? No. Can you handle it when they all die and then you're trapped in the game for another five turns? Yes. So do you want to do that instead of having a second bus? Well, there's no bus. That's the caveat. It's either two buses or three man. Yeah, no. So, sorry. Yeah. You're going to put the effort into building and painting them, right? Or yeah. you're going to build and paint the well, second it, bus. So, so here's, the, here's the minor background. I own the second bus. It's unassembled. Yeah. The mandos are actually from my shadow collective boxes. Um. So I think like the mandos are winning in my heart right now because... I'll eventually need to buy the Mandalorian resistance. Uh, and this will starting there will let me decide. I mean, I'm gonna be honest here. If you've already got a bus and you've already got 
a shadow collective box i feel like the answer is you stop playing rebels i i think i i would agree uh, between the two mandos uh clan ren aside i think the the shadow collective mandos are way better than the well, rebel mandos so like, i don't know if Ma- you guys... mandos and bus because you're playing shadow collective now and this, you get some this, black scents in there imagine your rebel troopers with shotguns but mm-hmm. they're all good well, this is the, the bring good, this is the bring good heroes thing, um, because like both of those lists start with Cassie and Boba, um, and yeah, but, um, I was, Maul, I was gonna Maul's say this, a good hero if you want if you want to go that way. Maul can do work. I mean, how many acts do you get these days when you have two buses and Maul and Black Suns? Oh, no. No, that number like eight, eight or nine. It's eight or nine. Yeah, it's got to be real low. It's got to be lower than I'm currently comfortable with. It was a big step to play nine act Tempest Force for me. I was very proud of me. I played eight act, and yes, my, it's my, it's a shift. It's a my shift bag to be felt sure. So light, but um, uh, so this is a future show topic for us that I just didn't have time um to prepare notes for. Is I get bored and I do deep dives on Invader League. Um, but the thing that's calling me is the so this Cassian Boba triple Mando list has been popping up and having success in a few places, including Invader League. Um, so the one thing that really appeals to me about that from like who I am is that the like I don't have to I'm not going to sit here and go, well, is there something to this list at all? Like I've never really seen much that's close to this double bus shenanigans that I'm thinking about in my heart. Um. And I don't know if that's because I'm braver and more inventive or other people have taken it to the hobby store and said, this is not what I'm taking to the tournament. This is not what I'm playing for five games in Invader League. Um, so the big how, advantage how to the man is... How are you doing your buses? Can you double dip? If you do your, bu- your second bus, can you still drop it into Shadow Collective when you start that? Um, are you not going to put giant rebel... Yeah, I, I, that's Luke other, Skywalker is the best painted on the side. I, I have no idea how I want to paint the buses, man. I just don't. There's right, nothing. So I'm going than, relatively than generic. Ninja Turtle van. Okay, see, if you're going to do some meme stuff, then um, it will drop in yeah. either kind of thing. So yeah, do what right. you want. It's but like I, I would Ninja do a Turtle van or Air Force Gray. Yeah. So I would do the buses and. Um, because then you've already got them for when you do Shadow Collective. All right. I'm and it gives upset, you more time everyone's, to... Everyone's telling me the buses, so... Yeah. So you... Uh, we'll do one last question for your yeah. snow game, then. Are you disappointed that everyone's telling you buses? Everyone's telling me buses, and I'm no, still no, asking the no, question. No, no, so yes, I or guess no. The answer yes, yes or no. Yeah. I guess the answer is yes. If the answer to that question is yes, you already have the answer to what you should do, then. Yeah. You're just waiting for someone to uh, just fight for you. Which we oh. refuse to do unless All right. it's the same right. wise. I'll start I'll start building the bus. <laughs> yeah. So there we go. That's the end of our officers' messes. It was a big uh, mess. For our main topic today, Alan has I'm gonna call it a listener question because I'm just gonna assume that people Alan talks to listen to a show. Uh yes, this is a listener question from one of my locals. Um and he wanted to get information or tips or strategies for um, dealing with Jedi lists uh, while you are running a gun line. Um, so this particular player uh, got wrecked by that Vader uh, 
Pike's list. Um, and unfortunately, he just he just had a bad day. Is a bad setup and a bad deployment for him. And he, understandably, it's frustrating when you get a bad draw. But um, so he's just like, hey, do you have any tips on how to deal with this? Um, to which my short answer was, well, you just shoot them with everything. But it's a lot more complicated than that. So I figured, hey, what do you guys think? Let's talk about this. Yeah, well, it's a good uh, a good topic to go over. Obviously, we have Zach who plays, a, I'm going to say, a decent amount of Vader and a decent amount of Ahsoka now. You've you've done both, uh, so you've, you've got a yep. Jedi player. Alan plays a decent amount of Gunlines. Um, I'd say I kind of fall in the middle. I've not played much Jet. Well, I don't think I've played any Force users other than Maul. Um, I haven't put Vader into my Imperial lists yet, uh, and I tend to focus a little bit less on. Gun line. So I suppose you could say my Scarif list is close to just being a pure gun line. So I'll... I, I would say it's a more gun, it's a gun line list. Um, yeah. So I'll kind of be the substitute for the ignorant listener here. I mean, that, that's a terrible phrasing. Sorry. I, I will play the role of the ignorant person who knows nothing about anything. And um, yeah. Zach, uh, we'll go to you first as the Jedi player. So, what do you worry about when you see a gun line? What, people how do you assess the it. table? Uh, so it's uh, the thing I'm just sort of looking for is did my opponent actually bring an answer to um, Jedi or not? Like it's it is sort of something that you need to bring in the list building phase, um, and we're kind of at the point still where like the best answers are really a Jedi of your own, uh, whip cord with Boba, or you're playing objectives in such a way that the rest of my list will struggle. I think it's um, kind of the third way. I would also add, uh, if you're playing separatist, Cad Bane with his gauntlets does yeah. a pretty good job, similar to whip cord. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and then uh, Pike whips aren't bad either they're a little scary the, ra the range is um if it doesn't work you feel bad yep yeah but like, I, see, I see a lot of people who are like oh yeah my plan is just to bring enough guns to shoot them and it's like no that it's not how it works i mean so, i did i tried that against obi-wan with the um the scarif list my answer was i'm just going to shoot him I'm going to make sure that he can't get into combat with a unit that I don't want him to. And I'm going to shoot him. And then he proceeded to deflect four wounds back into my full squad, which felt really bad. Yep. But then I, because he'd done that, instead of moving back with them, I moved forwards so that like, they were engaged with him. And then Obi-Wan's got the choice of overkilling them and being stranded because he can't run to cover. And then I just shot him again, and yeah, he, he deflects one, but still dies. You know what I mean? Like, eventually they'll die if you keep shooting them. You just have to accept that sometimes those surges will hurt. Yep. I yeah, mean, my... in that case, he does have the ability to force push off of you, yeah. or you know, force push them off. Yeah. True. Yeah. So my response so as a gunline player is. Because I typically don't bring those tools because I go for armor skew, which ends up being 
I I like playing armor skew gun lines. Um, so it, it plays a little different than like a pure trooper gun line uh, in that respect. But um, and I told uh, I told them this. You know, my quick answer is I'm I'm just going to shoot them. But after thinking about it more, because it's just something I just do instinctively at this point for have after playing so long. But it's more than just shoot them with everything you have, because you have to commit to killing them. If you don't kill them, they get to your lines. It's going to be very hard to dislodge them. Like, basically, if they get to your lines and you don't have one of those close range neutralizers, you know, whipcord or something else, then, yeah, you're in for a world of hurt. Um, At that point, you are trying to scatter and then go for the objective. Because uh, you have to play for the objective, so that like I'm, I'm going to use our game, uh, Zach, that we played as our exa- as my example. So that's an armor skew gun line yeah. that I played against your Cassian um, Ahsoka. I screwed up a lot in that way, um, and it's the same thing. Like I shot you, and you deflected like three or four back into yeah. that. But um, part of that is okay. I'm going to commit to making these shots. And I'm going to try and back up and give space for um, making more shots, making you cross an open ground. Part of the mistake was the way where I deployed and where the map was. You had several pieces of terrain that Ahsoka could move up behind safely to advance to uh, a closing distance where you could close in on my saber tank and then, you know, start tar pitting into the rest of my army. So, I made a lot of mistakes in that game and that's what kind of let you get in. But most yeah. of my strategy ends up being setting up in such a way that there's not any good options mm-hmm. for the Jedi to dive. So that's yeah. a combination of trying to set up the turn zero. So the map, um, obviously you don't have any control of the table itself necessarily, especially in the tournament situation, but, um, setting up that that turn zero flop to mitigate as much as possible um, the objectives that would encourage a Jedi to get closer to my line. If that makes it's a long winded way of saying I try to set up the battlefield in such a way that I have enough time to try and bring down a Jedi before it gets to my line. Yeah. And the other end of that, is so if, like if I'm playing the Jedi and it's like gun line, gun line. So in our, in our case, right, like partially because I, I was playing Rebels and sure. Rebels are sort of struggling as like Rebels are not a faction that should be exchanging fire. Absolutely um, not. No. And right, like and it was going that way. Um, you know, the one thing in hindsight I probably could have done was have the Rebel Vets just be or not Rebel Vets, the full scout because I had the full scouts in our game and just have yep. them just be um strike teams with extra wounds to leverage that range five better uh yeah. I, I try to keep with a full pool um but like you know so i recognized i had to make a play and even if like obviously i had we had some really swingy variants in my favor but even if ahsoka takes like three wounds off of that um right you know i'm still in good position to you know one to two wounds into the tank wasn't unrealistic there um yep. and he's still Absolutely. in a good position to finish it mm-hmm. um you know and then like yeah maybe it gets a little scary um when she's 
fighting those squads, but like the the end game was like I I probably misplayed Ahsoka um, and only got eighty percent of her value because she could have wiped that second squad that made the B line. Um, I was being too greedy there Potent- potentially, but you also yeah. had because of how I was trying to maneuver in that particular game, like I was going for broke. Like okay, I have to double move and try and control these objectives because yep. my plan A, my plan B, and plan C all went out the window. Yeah. Um, but uh, in addition to sh- like, so obviously tongue in cheek aside, like the real answer that I have is you have to shoot the Jedi. Yep. Um, a good Jedi player is not going to let that happen. They're either going to yeah. keep them out of range or out of line of sight to um, kind of have that counterplay. So you have to set up in such a way that it makes it difficult for them to either dive or when they're trying to make their dive, they are exposed. Yeah. So uh, from a gun line side, the Jedi gets a lot less scary if you can give them, you know, three or four, like two, three, four wounds. Yeah. You, you, you want to get over the halfway point. Every um, wound so, you put the Jedi does matter because you can end up at the spot. You know, eventually they do have to, to come in and melee. Yep. Um, they, if if like, they want... Yeah, if they want their value, yeah, they have to get into melee with you. If they're down to only two or three wounds by the time they get to your gun line, mm-hmm. they are in the danger zone of one of your squads, like a full squad coming in and just punching them out. Yeah. Um, especially with the Both changes to deflect now. Are particularly good at punching. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and so everything above Stormtroopers, so clones are really good at punching. Um, there, there's a lot of things that just... They yeah. they will melee real well, um, surprisingly this comes well. Down to though the tightrope act for the Jedi player because like you know to pick on our game just because it's a good example. Um, yep. Obviously, there's a write up out there of it, but like my initial plan was um, kill the barks because they were going to be coming towards me anyway. You know they would like the the least effort, and then um, kill the boil squad so that if I had to kill another squad, I had the agency to do it. Um, Correct. Yeah. But so like, and then I, you know, in my mind, I'm sitting here thinking, yeah, I'm going to throw Ahsoka and two squads of veterans and maybe a Mark II if it can reach at the center point, plus some combo of Cassian and K2 because they were creeping up. Yep. Um, and, you know, Ahsoka will two for one. She's going to play a dive card that should let her wipe a squad um, in melee and she'll force push another squad off. Yep. Um. And, you know, yeah, you've got the tank, but the tank still only counts for one. Um, I, I was fully prepared yeah. to, you know, have her sit behind that line of sight blocker that was um, a move and a half away from the center of the board and just not pop out till f- six or five if necessary. Yeah. So I, I misdeployed the the tank. Um, I really should have put it more on my long edge, threatening, basically shooting, aiming down the cone of that center point. And then at the end of the game, the plan was I'm just going to move because the 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 saber is a big enough base that he will displace everything on the middle. Yeah, that that was the original game plan. And I misplayed it horribly um, because at the end of the game, it just moves up, displaces everyone. I've got the middle. And then if I can keep my point and I've got the middle, then I win. But obviously it didn't go that way because I made a lot of other mistakes in that game as well. But um, yeah, you get you got to try and control the battlefield and set up firing lanes that 
the Jedi have to, if they want to be effective, they have to go through uh, basically a, a, a shooting gallery, a, a, a kill lane. And on some maps, you can't set those up and then it's yeah. just going to be a bad time. Um, in which case, standbys are your friend. It, yes. Especially when they go, when you, if you can see the dive happening, um, trying to, again, you're setting up primarily in such a way that you can take out the force user. Once the force user is done, usually you can still reposition in order to finish the objective strong. Um, but it, again, it's all about, it's all about setup in, in my opinion and getting wounds on target before they get to your lines. Yeah. Um, now in some cases, like if they're doing like Vader lat or one of the guys was running a, um, Luke, Luke bus, Jedi Luke bus. And, uh, that bus had, or it was land speeder bus or land speeder Luke. I don't remember. One of them had Ryder Azadi. I think it was the bus. They had Ryder Azadi. So instead of a speed one move in the bus, he makes a speed two. That bus can <laughs> uh, double move or something. Like basically, with all of the moves and things at the end of turn one, um, like Jedi Luke can be range five from wherever the bus starts or something like that. There's an un ungodly amount of range that happened there. Um, yeah. Which, you know, when when your Jedi is inside of a, a vehicle, obviously it's a lot harder to get those wounds on. Um, especially if you don't have an answer for like a direct anti-armor rather than just like critical or something else like that. But yeah, it kind even of then, creates a double problem. Yeah, and that creates a catch-22. And in that case, it's very difficult and you're, you have to set up for that dive. Um, standbys, etc. cetera. Um, and in some cases, you may have to hang back on whatever objective that you're working on um, until you can k make the kill and then try and clean up afterwards. But yeah, I think for me, I find that I'd never really want to play against Jedi in objectives that you are scoring for the game. I want to be able to do stuff at the end of a game. Right. Cause so like breakthrough yeah, or key positions. Because yeah. you have to play it. You're playing keep away from the lightsabers, basically. Correct. So if they're pushing up aggressively, you, you're you giving up points because you can't contest them or else you're giving them a Jedi's value as well. Yep. And and so that's the other half of just shoot them is all, and setting up the battlefield is setting up your objective deck, making sure you have a bid, yeah. etc. to give them bad um, yeah. objectives um, that, or ones that favor you. Yeah. Yeah, like, I suppose that's like the the sort of la the last part of it, right? Is um, you know, if you're sitting there and you're like, okay, I don't have an answer for Jedi in my list, I'm a pure gun line. Well, then, I mean, you better have a bid, like, because the other yep. thing is, if you're, you know, I sort of go back to if you're a pure pure gun line, then I like your list. You bought some bikes, but like I, right, which is a slightly different list. Like I I've been playing a lot more mechanized. Yeah, list where I, I have triple bikes or quad bikes and an ATSD. Like that has been my list for the last yeah. year. At this point, is basically Blizzard pure, Force and now Tempest. Right. I see the pure pure gun lines, and like they're eight hundred points, and I'm like, you don't have a plan for Jedi. You don't have a plan for breakthrough. You don't have a plan for bombing run. Like, I, you know, I don't. Right. I don't know what you're gonna do if you don't get key. If you don't get you know key position vaps or whatever. Uh, right. 
So, and I, I would say in this particular, this, this person's list is, is similar to mine where it is a mechanized list. He has the double ISB double barks yeah. um, Cody list. And so he's just like, and as soon as he, he loves Cody, but as soon as the force user gets in the back line, it's game. And yes, so I, but this is a good opportunity for you to both tell me how wrong I am. So I'm going to go there anyway. Cause one of the things I always consider if I'm playing against a Jedi is you've, I always try and monitor the dodge tokens and where we're getting them from. Yeah, and yep. the, uh, if there's someone feeding them dodges, that's priority number one because I can't deal with a Jedi until the dodges are gone. And then it's stuff like I'll shoot a low, a lower um, dice pool because I'd if he's, I, I want to force a dodge spend or oh, I don't want to spend a dodge here because it's only two hits. Yeah, because I'm minimizing well, the deflect chances. Sure, like because I. I feel like when I run clones at some point and I've got all this fire support, there's that temptation to go big, mm-hmm. but equally that skews towards there's more chance of your deflect hurting you back. If you know what I mean? And it, it's that kind so of balancing act. I, I would push back and say, I, I hear you. Yes. But there's also the high, you know, there's two blanks and there's only one surge. There's a higher chance that, they take damage, then they deflect back into you. Yeah. And um, I, I would say with clones specifically, that's one of the good things about them is you shoot the ever loving crap out of them. Yeah. Now you, you want to get their dodges out first, but like you have to shoot them to get them to spend their dodges. Yeah. But if you're shooting, I mean. if you shoot with like, you know, your arc squads, okay, I'm going to plink some, plink some shots, plink some shots, plink some shots. Maybe they'll save them, but you have to make them roll saves. You, you yeah. just have to. Um, so what I, what I mean is like when I'm going to use Obi-Wan because that's my last experience of doing this kind of thing, but it was like I would shoot, um, I'd split my dice pool with my death troopers to put a couple of long, long range shots into Obi-Wan and then the rest of my shots I'd put into um, a clone squad. So I was trying to spread suppression around as well anyway because then if he spends a token, it's not at like, there's, there's no dice for him to roll. Yeah, but it's a token that's gone, and then once he's taken a couple of wounds, then I'll start kind of pushing and do go for the big swings because there's a potential that I can kill him on this roll. When Obi Wan's full health, I'm probably he's got probably going to pass enough of the saves that he's not dying anyway. But you know what I mean? I uh, turn three, yeah, it's turn kind of four. The, like. We were talking about this, you know, the 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 put damage in when you can and whittle them down because, like, you know, theoretically your opponent shouldn't be like, well, I've got two dodge tokens and I'm putting, you know, my Jedi in a position to take three real shots. Yeah. Right? Like, that's called the mistake. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. That, banking on the mistake is not the plan you need to, you want no. to be putting in. No, definitely not. Um, yeah, because like, like I said, a good player is never going to let you see. Ideally, you're never going to see them. But there's not always line of sight blocking that gives them a good way to get into being relevant to the game. Yeah. Um, and so it also depends on... So like in a lot of the, the Anakin lists, usually Anakin is more of a um, support Jedi. Like he's there to try and counter a force user that's coming into his lines. He's not necessarily diving most of the time. Um, and in that case, you can't 
maybe focus on the rest of the list. It's it's one of those things you have just kind of got to feel out. But um, in regards to hitting the support units, if that's the only thing that you can see, absolutely. But if I can see the force user, I'm going to put shots in the force user. Heavy yeah. cover be damned. Like I, either I'm going to suppress them down so that I limit their mobility so they have a hard time diving, or I'm going to push wounds uh, through to them and that will make them more caught. They have to be more cautious at that point. Um, like if you had, you know, two wounds on Ahsoka before you could dive, that's going to make you think a lot harder than if you were full health, like full health, you've got plenty of health resource that you can spend on the dive. If some of that is already spent before you dive, like you really have to make sure that you are playing that Jedi correctly. And that's where it comes in. Like, I I think talking about a Jedi, you have to actually get up, walk around the table, and look at what Jedi it is. Like, do they have burst of speed? Do they have guardian? Do you know? Yes. Like Obi Wan's a lot less scary if he's guardianing off and take and failing a bunch of saves that weren't even shot at him. Right. You know what I mean? Like. Yep. Yeah, and the same thing with Anakin. I mean, if he's just hanging out in the back using Force Barrier the whole time, then yeah, that's less. That's much less of a threat. But like, yeah. if I've got a Maul or um maybe dooku or it like if vader if, vader, they, if yeah. they've got vader vader is a blender and he if he gets to your line yeah. it's going to be a real bad time so make sure you handle that that porcupine with uh one, every one gun you that, have at that man one thing that changes a little too um for separatists and ewok bringers is you can occasionally um especially now that people are bringing force choke uh, your ability to have a squad that has more wounds than a Jedi can do reliably with one swing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yep. Especially like, uh, and you know, skimming lists and everything, I, I'm not seeing a lot of Op Vader again. Um, but like, that was always one minor hang up when I ran into droids. I was like, I hate having to choke that six stupid B1. Or yep. you know, you'd swing Vader at a full B1 squad or B1 squad with a heavy and you do four. And it's like, uh, I guess I've got to use Vader to kill some small group of B1s again. And it's like, you know, if you're killing a B1 squad every other turn with Vader, it's, it's three squads, which is great, but it's like, maybe you just, that's another strategy. It's like, you just throw bodies at the problem. If you can lock them up, that's another option for you. Generally that's Vader specifically. That's generally my plan of like, okay, he's going to kill X percent of my list. I need to make sure that I'm controlling which percentage of my list is killing, not yep. my opponent. 100%. Kill yep. have a preset kill limit. Yeah. <laughs> and you just have to make sure that you feed him the stuff that isn't going to win you, like, win him yeah. the game and lose you the game. Yeah. yeah. So that, that was kind of what I was saying or trying to say. You said it much better yeah. earlier with controlling the battlefield and setting up for it is. You prepare for them coming in, and if they're going to make it to your lines, then you need to spread your army out in such a way that they can't just pinball through your whole army. You can spread out, and some of the people will survive to finish the objectives. Yeah, that's the good thing about stuff like for my playstyle, especially like it's why I give Gideon the dark saber. He's just going to go and stand in the way, and you know you sh- probably shouldn't kill him in one go. Right. And it becomes he, a chore. And then the same kind of thing with Gar Saxon. 
Yeah, he's never. He's, hey. Gar's never going to kill a Jedi, but he's going to be annoying for two turns while he dies. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they're there's you know like B ones you could call a speed bump. Yeah. And then, uh, like Gar Saxon and uh, Moff Gideon, they're they're spiky speed bumps. They they might get a couple wounds in too while they're dying. They will die, yeah. but it, it's it's a matter of trading the resources that you have for those but, uh, Jedi wounds. And this is definitely a lower experience statement. So feel free to correct me here. But like generally, I've found that. The times where the Jedi's come in full strength and he's been really well guarded, it's like turn three, turn four, turn five, like, t- sorry, turn four, turn five. So, yeah, if very Gar, la- Yeah, yeah. If getting a guy lasts two rounds, the impact That's... that the Jedi can have is nullified. It doesn't matter if he's alive in the game. Like, yeah, he's going to get to force push something off, but because he hasn't blended through three units already. You know what right. I mean? You can kind of account, but I don't know. I feel like yeah. I'm overemphasizing how bad no. the Jedi player is. But it, well, in some cases, yes. But you know, if you if you just jump him with three or four bodies, yeah, he can kill one, force push another one, and if you've still got a third unit in there, you've effectively pinned him. Now that's three of your units, so you have to as far as the game state is, you have to make sure that that's something that you can either recover from or plan for. It's just, it's tricky. Jedi can be tricky, but if you can't shoot them first, then, you know, you have to be able to tarball them second. Yeah. Yeah. How have you found stuff like managing, this is probably more of a question for Zach than Alan, but uh, managing your Master of the Force kind of or force mastery. I don't know what the term would be um, of like managing that resource of which card's going to come back. So obviously not everyone's Yoda getting a million force yeah. refreshes. I mean the answer is so like especially now with choke being nerfed, it's it's not as big a deal. Um, like you know, they're, they're, I, I've sort of and I haven't played as much. Um, Ahsoka's really been the only one I've played a lot of since the the choke change. So before when I was playing Blizzard Force with Vader. Um, it was just sort of a, a, you know, board state. What's the situation? What do I need right now? Um, and you know, cause you, you kind of go, all right, at some point I'm going to want one of these every single turn. Um, like I, I had a game where I was playing against pikes. It was clones and pikes and, you know, so just stacks of dodges and everything. And I was like, I, and they all had heavies and I was like, Vader made, you know, Vader, successfully crashed into the lines i'm gonna need to choke something every turn um like did it with you know dark troopers um the best counter to dark troopers was to choke the heavy so that you could assign the wounds to it um and it's like yep gonna need choke every turn here um you know so i'll just and like the recover action is a real option um you know like if vader if you're just in the fight and you recover attacking it's not the end of the world um there are a lot of Asajj players who they they dive or you know they get into a squad and then they recover standby. Um, so, so they put everything back on, you know. Um, Ahsoka, but, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say like it. It seems from my experience again. This is from trying to kill them. Wise, it's when you're trying to get in 
your recovering force push. And then once you're in, you're recovering choke. It, when you're in, it's definitely uh, what's the situation because then you get to yeah. the last turn if you're on KP or whatever and you need to throw something off, you're going to want push. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, like things I just sit here and I stare at, I'm like trying to figure out why force reflexes isn't more popular. Um, because, yeah, it's like if I were playing Op Vader, I'd just force reflexes until I'm in and then it's I'm force pushing. Um you know, like, like, go ahead, you know, I'll, I'll let you shoot him once a turn and, you know, I'll, I'll have the dodge to reduce the damage I'm taking and um, pop it back, you know, maybe chip a little back to you. But, you know, like that, that thoughts occur to me if I play like Jedi Luke or, um, or Operative Luke or whatever. But yeah, so at least like right now, I, I can't say I have, I don't at this point in time have relevant experience with a Master of the Force where there's like two talents that I want. Um, but usually I feel like, you know, just during, like after the flop, you kind of know which one is going to be more important if you're playing, um, you know, keep is it like, again, all, all lost choke stuff. But if you're playing, you know, key position pushes way more valuable. If you're playing, um, like hostage, you know, being able to choke hostage carriers, um, I mean, both are really good for hostage, but yeah, um, you know, some of the lines of play with choke were like really devastating and abusive. Um, Is why I'm happy it's nerfed. Yeah, good. I mean, I, I I think the double dip was unnecessary. Of um, yeah, the, it, the points didn't need to go up after they um, reduced its effectiveness. Although it was like, man, how was it so cheap reflecting on its effectiveness? I. Hey, there are so many things where I'm just like, how did just everyone accept pre-AMG Legion? Alan, you have bad taste in games. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I, I'm bad. It, it is known. Yeah, so, does anyone else I, have I, any any? I also liked X-Wing, so, you know. Uh, X-Wing X, X had some interesting uh, interactions, shall we say, in 2.0 yeah. in the FFG days. I just am glad I got to come on here and tell people how right I am again. I was wondering if I was right about everything during my time off, uh, and this was good affirmation for me. So does anyone else have any thoughts on Jedis or gun lines and the interactions? Uh, I, I mean, just impersonate Kylo Ren as much as you can. Every gun we have at that man, more, more, more. Yeah, yeah well. Actually, I, I, got, I got a two-second one. Um, know the flow chart in your head on, uh, you know, if you've got like a range four heavy and a range three gun for your squad on what the difference shooting with your whole squad versus aiming and shooting does. Um, cause it, it's not the same for every squad generally moving up and shooting and getting your range three pool in is better. Um, but it's definitely a thing to be aware of because there are going to be those moments where it's like, yep, I just... I just have to pour damage in. Yeah. Well, hopefully that was helpful. And um, yeah, well, we're pretty much going to be around about an hour, maybe a bit under. Be a change for us, makes up for the last, um, I think we're at an hour and 30 minutes when it was just me and Alan. <laughs> an hour 20. I did not, I did not worry about it. The timeline where I was the one keeping us on task. But I think I, it's more that when did. I can talk less, I can kind of keep a track of where the conversations are going 
Yeah. But when I'm involved more in the conversation, it gets a little bit harder to wear both hats, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. he just gets rambly when it's when he has to talk about a, a bat rep for an yeah. hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've got a pad to show. Oh no, I did it at the start instead of the end. Oh, we've run over. Oh, oh well. these things die hard. Yeah. So the rock was here, and then the other rock was here. <laughs> yeah, but which rock was it? Anyway. <laughs> the middle finger rock, Alan. Oh. You didn't you didn't go for mustache? I like oh, mustache. But you the middle finger. Oh, yeah, that's fair. So I actually enjoyed having like an outside question. I thought we had a good dynamic of where we could yeah. go for the the answer, sir. So that was good. I think that'd be a, a a decent show. Maybe not our best, but definitely not our worst, you know. I think we're doing well. It, 20, it makes it seem episodes. like a bigger deal when people are uh talking to us about things yeah yeah i mean we're we're still only little you know 20 episodes isn't the biggest podcast but i think we're doing well yeah six more and we'll have been going for a year the the end goal is to be big enough it will be the biggest non-fifth trooper podcast is that just because fifth trooper owns all the podcasts yeah pretty much in there yeah they're they're absorbing all of them uh I think Stabcast is bigger than us, and they're still independent, mostly. That's fine. Seventy-five percent independent. We just gotta, <laughs> we just gotta fight with Jay Moore. Oh, I'm happy. I think we fill our own little niche, our own little niche, and just you know have our conversations, put put the content out there. If you build it, they will come. It's fine. But yeah, um, I don't really have any closing statements. Um, I've been working on the the, the store. So if you have any ideas for like Legion stuff to go in there, that would be good. We have a new uh, recommended by Zach. Uh, we're doing these damage and of the battle deck sweeps. So eight blue, eight red, eight green in a pack. So that was fun packaging all of those this week. I think I've got 75 packs to make up. Oh yeah. I should have paid someone, uh, I get Evie to do it when she's a bit older. Some child labor will keep my costs down. <laughs> Seems good. Yeah. But yeah, if anyone comes up with any ideas, throw them up and we can talk on Discord. But and outside you know, of that, if the advice we gave sucked, let us know. Save our listeners. Yeah. Obviously, if there's any any other comments, just throw it up there. We'll we'll make sure we address it on the next show. I'll keep an eye out or come into a Discord and talk about it. We'll have a mini stravaganza. Uh, we'll have completed next time we record. Yeah. That'll or are fun. we recording right before it? Um, I don't know when. It, when is it? Our next record will be the fourteenth. So. Oh, oh yeah. Maybe we want to move that because we're going to talk about Legion before it and release after it. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. They they start mini stravaganza on the fourteenth. Yeah. Uh, we we can do a, uh, a a double week. It's fine. I'll make you talk to me twice. Like save up those wife points. Yeah, I'm in. Alan, you just have to be here. Alan, I'm we ha- uh, I'm happy oh, to be here. We'll just replace you. It's fine. I'm uh, I'm going to Canada, Alan. Bad. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. When are you going to Canada? November fourth. Unless Chris backs out on me. No, I um. Everything's lined up. I just need to get all your details to book the flight. So fantastic. 
Yeah. I got to run here, though, gentlemen. I, uh, it's a little past my bedtime. Okay. Yeah. We did Dude. start late, so thanks a lot for sticking with us. Yeah. Take care, guys. Right. Yeah. See ya. Have a good night, everyone, and we'll see you all next time.